1: This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk.
2: Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve Backintosh. Now a clear sky and 42 degrees. One person was injured in a two-alarm apartment fire this morning in northeast Wichita. Around 1.20 a.m., firefighters were called to the 2700 block of East 9th the Liberty Way Apartments. A second alarm was sounded with a report of someone trapped. A 42-year-old woman was taken to Via Christi St. Francis Hospital in serious to critical condition, suffering from burns and smoke inhalation. The fire was called under control about 20 minutes after the initial alarm. GOP presidential contenders were on the debate stage one last time Wednesday night, where most of the candidates took digs at the front runner. Former President Donald Trump.
3: Republican Republican presidential hopefuls were asked in Wednesday's News Nation debate about former President Trump. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis.
4: The idea that we're going to put someone up there that's almost 80 and there's going to be no effects from that, we all know that that's not true.
3: Former Ambassador Nikki Haley. As much as everybody wants to talk about how Donald Trump had a good economy, $9 trillion in debt he did just in four years. And former Governor Chris Christie.
5: He is unfit. This is a guy who just said this past week that he wants to use the Department of Justice to go after his enemies.
3: Trump wasn't there, but he did have a town hall meeting Tuesday on Fox saying he's going to win the upcoming Iowa caucuses. Jill NATO Fox News.
2: Sedgwick County Commissioners unanimously approved a comprehensive independent review of the Brook Hollow Apartments fire incident in October. That claimed the life of 22-year-old Paoli Badeski of Wichita.
6: The Wichita Sedgwick County Emergency Communications Advisory Board held a special meeting Tuesday and unanimously recommended that the city and county review the actions of both emergency communications and the fire department. Joe Thomas, director of purchasing with the county's Division of Finance, was asked how long the audit
2: process would take. Yes, it will take some time. Unfortunately, we... In order to keep the
7: process transparent, we'll move as fast as possible. In the long run, it's going to be several months.
6: Commissioner Ryan Beatty said while it is important to be prudent with the process, there is also a sense of urgency to complete the review. The cost will be split evenly between the city and county. Rodney Price,
2: KNSS News. Two suspects are in custody in connection with the murder of 34-year-old Daniel McPherson of Wichita. Early Wednesday, Wichita police were contacted by the Blackwell, Oklahoma Police Department. They reported two men had arrived at a local hospital there, and one had been shot. They also reported that a shooting victim would be found in Wichita, in the Hydraulic and MacArthur area. Officers arrived at the scene and found McPherson dead with a gunshot wound to the head. The case will be presented to the district attorney's office. Three people are dead, plus a suspect after a shooting at a college campus In Las Vegas.
8: Officials revealed the gunman who opened fire at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, a man in his 60s, was killed by police during an exchange of gunfire, not revealing his name, a motive, or the weapon used.
9: Three of the victims are confirmed deceased. There is a fourth victim who suffered a gunshot wound and is now currently in Sunrise Hospital, upgraded to stable condition.
8: Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Sheriff Kevin McMahill says four others were transported to hospitals for panic attacks and two officers were treated for minor injuries. Nevada Governor Joe Lombardo sharing condolences to the victims' families, applauding local and university police for their quick action. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News.
2: We now have a report that the shooter may have been uh, someone who applied for a job at the university and was turned down. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, 4 minutes past 6 o'clock.
1: This is 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.
2: Even head in the morning, KNSS now, 6.08, 8 minutes past 6 o'clock here on this Thursday morning. Kansas flags will be lowered to half-staff on December 19th from sunrise to sunset. Governor Laura Kelly issued the executive order Wednesday following the former proclamation from President Joe Biden. Flags are being lowered to honor former Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor. The 93-year-old former justice died December 1st in Phoenix. O'Connor, the first female justice to serve in the nation's highest court, was appointed by Ronald Reagan in 1981, retiring in 2006. What's next after former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy announced he was leaving Congress?
8: Former House Speaker California Representative Kevin McCarthy's departure from the House will make it more challenging for his successor, Speaker Mike Johnson, and Republicans to pass legislation, cutting an already narrow GOP majority in the chamber. McCarthy's term was set to end in January of 2025, but he's leaving at the end of this year instead. Under state law, California Governor Gavin Newsom has 14 days after McCarthy formally leaves to declare a special election, which would take place between 126 to 140 days after that. Fellow Republican State Senator Shannon Grove and State Assemblyman Vince Fong, who could jump into the race to fill his seat, tweeting their thanks for McCarthy's leadership. Kristen Goodwin,
2: Fox News. A Nevada grand jury has indicted six people as fake electors in a scheme to overturn President Biden's 2020 election win.
10: The indictments make Nevada the third state joining Michigan and Georgia to bring charges against those who served as fake pro-Trump electors after the 2020 election among at least five states that have launched criminal investigations into the matter. According to Nevada Attorney General Aaron Ford's office, six Republicans signed false electoral college votes in December 2020 for Trump, who lost the state to President Joe Biden. Among the six facing charges, Nevada State GOP Chair Michael McDonald and the state's Republican National Committeeman Jim DeGraffin-Reed are facing two felony counts related to forgery and falsified documents. Matt Napolitano, Fox
2: News. An investigation is underway after two aircraft clipped each other
7: at one of the nation's busiest airports. There were no injuries, but some passengers may have been shaken after two planes clipped wings at Chicago O'Hare's International Airport. The Federal Aviation Administration says it involved a GoJet plane as well as a SkyWest flight as they were waiting for gate space Tuesday evening. Close calls involving aircraft have been on the rise with a panel of independent experts concluding last month that the FAA needs better staffing, equipment and technology to help prevent future incidents. Tom Graham, Fox News. KNSS
2: News Time now, 6-11, 11 minutes past 6 o'clock.
11: This morning here in the Wichita area, the traffic conditions are very, very nice out there. Really not seeing any big problems. The traffic volumes are starting to pick up. It's just not very bad right now. Worst I'm seeing uh, does appear to be northbound on I-235, and that's basically right around Meridian in southwest Wichita. Uh, Also, we have a stalled-out vehicle. This is uh, westbound on Kellogg, right around southwest Boulevard, the uh, Meridian area there. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers.
2: And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan.
5: Good morning. With a clear sky here in south-central Kansas, it is already breezy, and it will continue that way throughout the day. A low-pressure system is going to be tracking nearby. That will bring us a gusty southwest winds. so a wind advisory is in effect with high 66. Clouding up tonight, Telo 43, Friday's high 60. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Dan Holiday.
2: Now clear sky, 44 degrees. We have a south wind at 16 miles per hour. Steve, it's head of the morning here on KNSS. Today is Thursday, December 7th, 2023. We had a sunny day across central Kansas Wednesday. Wichita's high temperature yesterday, 57 degrees. Normal high is 48. And Wichita is still more than 5 inches below normal for precipitation. ...at this point in the year. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hi there. Kind of pleasant out there this morning compared to what we had been recently. This date in 1941, a date that will live in infamy. The Empire of Japan launched an air raid on the U.S. Navy base at Pearl Harbor in Hawaii... ...as well as targets in Malaya, Hong Kong, Guam, the Philippines, and Wake Island. The United States declared war against Japan... The next day, yeah, they hit just about all everything, everywhere we were across the Pacific. Began a war that uh, actually, the uh, the admiral that led the attack on Pearl Harbor did not want to do it. Yamamoto said, I, you start this up with these people, you don't know where the bottom of this is. Because he had lived here in the U.S. and knew all about our industrial might. Yeah, but he fought, fought the wars as an admiral. And uh, what no, too. It was about six months before we got we struck Japan. and We came right back at them. So Pearl Harbor. I still wonder if I ever go to Hawaii. The, one of the main reasons I would go is is to see the the the, the uh, memorial there in the bay. House Republicans approved a bill Wednesday to block strict new tailpipe pollution limits proposed by the Biden administration, calling the plan a backdoor mandate for electric vehicles. A rule proposed by the Environmental Protection Agency would require that up to two-thirds of new vehicles sold in the U.S. are electric by 2032, a nearly tenfold increase over current EV sales. The EPA says it is not imposing an EV mandate, but Republicans say the plan favors EVs and punishes gas stations. Gas engines sure looks that way to me. Forcing Americans into cars and trucks they can't afford or don't want. White House strongly opposes the GOP bill, said in a statement that President Joe Biden would veto the measure if it reaches his desk. There you go, tailpipes. They want to know what's coming out of those Say, I remember when, they, as a kid, my first uh, the first new car I bought in 1968, mm-hmm. it had something called a PCV valve on it, and all these pipes going in these different places under the hood. And it was the mechanics explained to me that's the new pollution stuff you got to put on the cars. Mm. So they started in California, and there it is. So that, was back in, that was a 1968 model Mustang with all those pipes on it. The judge presiding over the Boy Scouts of America's bankruptcy has rejected a $21 million fee request from attorneys hired by law firms representing survivors of child sexual abuse. A group of personal injury firms called the Coalition of Abuse Scouts for Justice wanted to have its legal fees and expenses paid by the Boy Scouts and by the trust fund established to compensate men who were abused as children by the Boy Scout leaders and volunteers, law firms are expected to take roughly forty percent of any payments to clients from the two point four billion dollars the trust fund has established for uh, abuse survivors. So, I, as I read this, then they want a solid twenty-one million. They don't want to. They want they don't want forty percent, or are they going to take forty percent plus the twenty-one million? million. time you sue on somebody like that. You know it's common practice for for attorneys if you win you get thirty percent they get a chunk yeah uh, we get thirty percent if we have to go to court we get forty percent that's the standard of deduction there so you go to court you take your chances interesting and we've got uh let's see coming up uh, later on this morning the new movie Walker is star is uh, opening at the the boulevard town west and be with listening for your chance to uh, win a couple of tickets or passes to go see Wonka with Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Very good. 6.17 now, Steve and Ted. Let's go ahead and take a look at leadoff sports this morning with Ted Woodward. Ted.
12: Yeah, we had volleyball action last night at Coke Arena. The Great Eight of the NIVC Tournament. Quarterfinals, Wichita State with a sweep over Drake. Three sets to zero. The Shockers beat a top 60 team and advance again. Shocks now 24-8 and eight on the season. They've beaten Drake 34 times in a row, dating back to their days as rivals in the Missouri Valley Conference. Morgan Stout had 14 kills. Gabby Moss, 17 digs. The Shockers move on into the Fab Four. They're into the semifinals of the NIVC, and they will host Montana State Saturday afternoon at Coke Arena. Juco men's basketball last night. 17th-ranked Butler County on the road at Garden City. Dennis Higgins had the call of the Butler Grizzlies on 97.5 and 12:40 KFH.
13: Pasco's low block, right side to Stillwell, 12-footer, got it over the defense of Dixon. Stillwell now has got 11. He's got a double-double, his fifth of the year.
12: Sophomore Jamichael Stillwell, 16 points, 19 rebounds. Oh. Butler wins at Garden City, 73-68. Butler ranked 17th in the nation. Now nine and two on the season. Thursday night football tonight. The Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the bottom team in the conference, the New England Patriots. Fan duel has the Steelers favored by six points. Don't look for a lot of scoring in this game. These are two very not-so-good offenses. Fan duel doesn't even expect 31 points will be scored total tonight in this game. Uh, that, you can listen to the Patriots and the Steelers at 6.30 tonight. That's over on KFH. College men's basketball. Senior forward Naquan Tomlin has been dismissed. From the K-State men's basketball team. Big star last season on that team that made it all the way to the Elite Eight. But back in October, Tomlin was arrested for disorderly conduct, brawling, and fighting in Aggieville at a sports bar. And he was suspended after that. And now he's been completely dismissed from the program. Naquan Tomlin has been let go from the K-State men's basketball program. K State women were in action last night. 13th ranked Wildcats beat McNeese State 101 39. K State women are now 8 and 1 on the season. Freshman Ziana Walker from Wichita Heights High School had four points and five rebounds. K State women, they win again. JUCO Women's Basketball. Butler Community College is ranked third in the nation. And they won on the road at Garden City last night 89 55. Hutchinson women are ranked 11th in the nation. They won on the road at Cloud County, 77-50. Both Butler and Hutchinson ladies are 11-0 on the season and both nationally ranked. National Hockey League action last night in Edmonton, where the Oilers destroyed the Carolina Hurricanes 6-1. The Carolina Hurricanes starting in goal for the Oilers. Former Wichita Thunder goalie Stuart Skinner had 39 saves. And on defense for the Oilers, another former Thunder player, Vincent Decharnay at three hits. A five game winning streak now for Edmonton. They're six games behind for a playoff spot. Pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Philadelphia 76ers went on the road at Washington, beat the Wizards 131 to 126. Starting at center for the 76ers, former Kansas Jayhawk, Joel Embiid, with another huge night. Here's the action on NBCS PHI.
0: Sixers down,
12: a triple. Joel
0: Embiid right
12: to the rack here in D.C. Embiid, a season high, 50 points, 13 rebounds, 7 assists. And a couple other Jayhawks coming off the bench to help out. Marcus Morris had 4 points and 3 rebounds. Kelly Oubre had 12 points and and 3 rebounds. 76ers with a 5-point win at Washington. Philly is in the number 4 spot in the Eastern Conference. And a happy birthday today to an interesting guy that pitched here in Wichita, former Wichita Wranglers left-handed pitcher Steve Perhoda is 51 years old today. Pitched for the Wranglers 3 years in the late 90s, including the championship team in 99. He won 17 games and had 15 saves here in Wichita, but the Royals never called him up above AA. Oh, at times he was this he was a big tall left-hander. But he would throw this super slow Bugs Bunny pitch at less than sixty miles per hour at times. The it was Bugs Bunny really pitch. fun to watch. Watch him do that. Batters flail. There was one night though when uh, Steve Projodo had a bad night. It was a it was a game. It was a 0-0 game going into the eleventh inning, and they brought Pujol in out of the bullpen, and he was the last guy they had. So it was all his. He gave up eleven runs. <laughs> so it was, this game was 0-0 going into the 11th, and the Wranglers end up losing 11-0, <laughs> and Prohoda gave up all 11 runs in the 11th inning.
2: But, it a, uh, a certain run uh, average. That guy was a fun guy to watch.
12: Uh, Steve Prohoda, former Wranglers pitcher, he is 51 today, and that's sports with Steve and Ted.
2: 622 now. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Thoughts on perfectionism. That's on the way. Steve Ted in the morning here on KNSS.
1: Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi awarded radio show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
2: Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. It's 6 30 here on this Thursday morning and 44 degrees. At least three people are dead after a gunman opened fire on the University of Nevada Las Vegas campus. The suspected shooter was killed by police. Las Vegas Metro Police uh, Sheriff Kevin McMahill applauded the response by emergency officials while firing back at critics over how quickly information was relayed.
9: Just like in one October, numerous other calls were coming in about different shootings that were occurring. We're having to breach every single door. We're finding groups of students that were huddled. It took us a long time to evacuate and then recheck.
2: The shooter is described as a man in his 60s who... Reportedly applied for a job at the university and was turned down. The UNLV campus is closed for the remainder of the week.
12: At yesterday's Sedgwick County Commission meeting, commissioners approved a $5.4 million purchase for land and property in the 200 block of South Topeka, downtown Wichita. The county plans to use that site for the ComCare Community Crisis Center. ComCare Crisis, the Substance Abuse Center of Kansas, S-A-C-K, and the Sedgwick County Offender Assessment Program will all be housed at the new location county says it's in a prime setting to collaborate with the Wichita Biomedical Campus, which is proposed to be built next door.
2: The military has for now grounded all of its Osprey aircraft in the wake of a crash off Japan's coast that killed eight Air Force personnel last week.
4: The grounding is to assess risk to crews that normally fly the aircraft. A preliminary investigation suggests mechanical failure, not operator error, that led to the deadly crash. Ospreys are aircraft that fly like planes, but can rotate wings to take off and land vertically like helicopters. Nearly 500 of the aircraft are used by the U.S. military. They've been in service since 2007. The Japan crash was the second Osprey accident in four months. Three Marines died in a crash in Australia back in August. That investigation is ongoing. Gernal Scott, Fox News.
12: Remembering the Pearl Harbor attack.
14: The military assault claimed the lives of over 2,400 American soldiers and citizens and wounded over 1,000 more. The resulting destruction was immense. In addition to the loss of infrastructure on the base, 20 American naval vessels, including eight battleships of the U.S. Pacific Fleet, and over 300 airplanes were sunk or destroyed. On the U.S. mainland, news of the attack came with very limited details at first. We Bring you this important bulletin from the United Press. Flash, Washington. The White House announces Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. The next day, Monday, December 8th, President Franklin Roosevelt addressed both the House and the Senate.
15: Yesterday, December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy the United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. The United States was at peace with that nation, and at the solicitation of Japan, was still in conversation with its government and its emperor looking toward the maintenance of peace in the Pacific. The attack yesterday on the Hawaiian Islands has caused severe damage to American naval and military forces. I regret to tell you that very many American lives have been lost.
14: Today we reflect upon that loss of human life and the destruction of the Pearl Harbor base and pause in commemoration of those who fought and died on December 7th, 1941. Earlier this morning, the Wichita Veterans Memorial Park also took part in hosting a Pearl Harbor Day commemoration to remember the exceptional service of our nation's veterans and to honor the American lives lost at Pearl Harbor. The Salute to Service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner, a Wichita tradition since 1987. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military. Just search the menu on our webpage at knssradio.com. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. And now we'll look at the
2: forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good
5: morning. Anytime you can talk about high temperatures in the 60s in December, that is welcome weather. Looks like we stay dry and quiet throughout the rest of the week and right on into the weekend. Today, breezy and warmer with a high 66 this afternoon, cloudy overnight, cello 43, cooler Friday and near 60. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and Holiday.
2: Now a clear sky, 44 degrees, and we have a south wind at 16 miles per hour. Stephen, Ted, in the morning, 98.7 and 1330, KNSS, Thursday, December 7th, 2023. And on this date in 1963 during the Army Navy game, Ted. Mm hmm videotaped instant replay was used for the first time in a live sports telecast, and now we can't do without it. <laughs> yeah, there, well, now it it's used it affects to, every game because they use it to to officiate to yeah, yeah make determinations. Uh, that was in 1963. Yeah, that's
12: before I was born. I've never known watching a sporting event without instant without replay. replay.
2: You do? Yeah,
12: used to you. If you didn't watch the play, you. Didn't see it. You never see it again.
2: And I got spoiled over the years. I go to a football game, and I'm pretty much, you know, I know how the game's played and what's going on. But I think, now, what if he already did it? I, No, but there's no replay. There's and no I'll, replay the, when you're sitting the there show. live <laughs> at the show. Wow. All right, replay, 1963. Jill Biden and military kids are sorting toys donated by the White House to the U.S. Marine Corps Reserve Toys for Tots program. The 76-year-old program distributes toys to needy children. And the military children invited to the White House Wednesday also skated on a new holiday ice rink on the South Grounds. Hmm. First Lady opened the rink last week. Last year, the Toys for Tots program provided over 24.5 million toys to 10 million children. Wow. That's amazing. Jill Biden also praised the military children for what she says is their bravery, kindness, and compassion. Military day at the White House yesterday. And that Toys for Tots program has been around for decades. It has. It's, it's, it's huge. It's a good way for the Marine Corps Reserve to do some good things in the community. They do a great job. All right. Uh, what about the nurses' strike? The strike for one day in the nurses at St. Francis and St. Uh, Joseph Ascension. Uh, via, what is it called? Ascension. Yeah. Via Christi. Uh, and they're saying that they've been negotiating now for weeks and weeks and weeks and uh, Nurses' union says they can't get what they need, I guess, or what they want. I think there's a lot that has to do with the, the stress of the job and how people are being asked to do more and more and more and not getting paid more and more and more and more, just like every other business mm-hmm. well, you know, in it's, America. And it's, it's, it's true. I mean, I've watched it in my career and yours, and, mm-hmm. and uh, they're very seldom, very seldom does somebody come to you and say, you know, uh, you don't have to do this anymore. Why don't you just not do that? <laughs> if they do say that, that means they're firing yeah, you. That means you're gone. It'll yeah. be dawn Friday. By the way, we're going to lunch, and we're going to give you your, your check as your your lunches to go. And so, yeah, they very seldom do that. But anyway, the uh, best of luck to the nurses and Ascension. Hope they can come together. Uh, doggone it. We value all our health care workers and what you all, want them all to make a good living if they can and, and reduce the stress just as much as possible, we feel for you. It's that way just about everywhere. 638 now. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And
13: uh, it is time for our commodities update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. The live cattle and feeder cattle futures had positive trade Wednesday in the first part of the trading session. Then the selling return took over and pushed the entire cattle complex into large triple-digit losses. Most all of the cattle complex scored new lows for the current slide and several contracts made new contract lows. Cash cattle trade will likely see even lower prices than what we've started this week at 170 to 171. Now lean hogs yesterday had two-sided trading and closed slightly negative. At the close, February live cattle down $5.42 at 163.55. January feeders down $4.55 at two ten fifteen, dollars and Feb hogs down a nickel at $69.30. Now, the U.S. had flash sales of soybeans and soft red winter wheat announced yesterday. Now, this helped to support early positive trade for the grain and the soybeans, but it ended in negative closes yesterday. More downside again continued in the crude oil and the heating oil futures. And CONAB this morning released their Brazil soybean production estimate at 160.18 million metric tons. This is down from last month, which was 162.4 million metric tons, but still above last year's record production. At the moment, we are looking at March Kansas City wheat up a half a penny at 6.56 and a half. March corn up three cents at 4.87 and a quarter. In January beans, eight and three quarters higher at 13.04 and a quarter. January crude oil trading 39 cents higher at 69.77. February gold up one dollar at 2,049. dollars December S&P up one point at 4,557. December dollar index down 15 cents at 103.96 cents. And December Dow Jones futures. Fifty-five points lower at thirty-six thousand forty-seven for commodity trading, ag marketing, or managed trading programs. Contact Lefter Commodities on the phone or on the web by using eight-six-six GO TO TOM.
2: Tom, have you ever been to Hawaii uh, to the memorial out there and at Yes, Dubai? I have.
13: Oh, have you? Yes. What's it like? Yes, it
2: looks like it's pretty solemn uh, at the at the place on the on the ocean there where the uh, where the wreck is on the bottom. Is, is oh, it
13: is. But it is it is quite uh, quite a feeling to be able to go there and see that.
2: Pretty moving, then, huh?
13: Yes, good way to describe it, yeah. Steve. Yes, uh, I've been to, I've been to Arlington.
2: I haven't been to to uh, and I've been to, I've been to Normandy. Those are a couple of places. But I
13: need to get to. I've been to, I've been to Arlington too, and that is quite moving. That's, too. That's, <laughs>
2: it. Sure is. All right. So uh, you've been to Hawaii, and uh, today we're saluting all. Well, I guess we're not saluting our veterans. Most of the guys who were there around that time are pretty much passing from the scene. And as long as we still have a few of them, we'll still we'll salute them, and we'll salute them in memory after they're gone. How about that? Yes, sir. Uh, Pearl Harbor Day. Thank you, Tom. We'll check with you again tomorrow morning. Stephen 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Coming up, Don Grant, CFP, the money director. IRS focusing on enforcement of the wealthy.
12: Oh, oh well I don't have to worry then. Yeah,
2: no 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 worries for us. That's coming up Stephen Head of the Morning on KNSS. Stephen's head of the morning, KNSS. 647 here on this Thursday morning. Three big things. Three woman suffers serious injuries in two alarm apartment fire. In Northeast Wichita. Two. Sedgwick County Commission approves external audit of 911 procedures and training after fatal apartment fire. One. Four Republican presidential hopefuls debated last night in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, attacking each other and Donald Trump. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Things
11: in traffic this morning. Well, we've got some... Uh, some really slow-moving traffic, northbound on I-235, and the backup kind of starts around K-42, and it goes all the way back to uh, uh, just a little ways past Meridian. So uh, if you're headed that direction, expect to slow down. Again, that's northbound I-235. That backup starts right around at K-42. Traffic update
2: from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Wind advisory today sunny and windy today with a high of 65 degrees yesterday's high was 57 now the wind may gust up to near 40 miles per hour today increasing clouds tonight the overnight low 41 friday mostly cloudy with a high of 58 degrees now clear 44 degrees we have a south wind at 16 miles per hour microsoft's seeing ai app is now available on android phones Fox
16: on Tech. Android users with visual disabilities now have a new tool at their disposal. Microsoft Seeing AI is now available on the Android platform. It's been available for iOS users since 2017. Now the world's 3 billion Android users can have the chance. The free app provides a running narration of the user's surroundings, aiming to be helpful to those with visual impairments. The app can tell the user most things, like what denomination of dollar bill you have in your hand or what product is on the store shelf in front of you. And the artificial intelligence can also learn to recognize a person's face to tell the user so-and-so is approaching. Seeing AI works on a type of artificial intelligence called generative AI, and applications to assist disabled persons is believed to become a major help in the future for the demographic, especially in the areas of sight and sound. With Fox on Tech. I'm Evan Brown, Fox News.
2: Boeing and Campbell Soup stocks among the winners during a mostly down day on Wall Street.
17: Stocks reversing earlier gains and closing near session lows after investors digested weaker than expected November private sector jobs figures. Utilities and industrials were among the gainers while energy and tech lagged. Airlines climbed after Delta reaffirmed its financial forecast with its stock rising over 3%. Campbell Soup stock, one of the best performers in the S&P 500, despite reporting declining quarterly sales. But the company did provide an earnings outlook that beat Wall Street expectations. The Dow Winners, Home Depot, Boeing, and 3M. The Dow Decliners, American Express, Microsoft, and Salesforce. The Dow falling 70 points. The NASDAQ down 83. S&P 500 down 18. Hillary Barsky, Fox News.
2: Now, 6.50. Stephen of the morning here on KNSS. IRS is focusing on enforcement of the wealthy. Yeah. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker, here this morning, as always. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Steve and Ted. You know,
18: during the debt ceiling negotiations, cutting enhanced funding for the IRS has been the target of many lawmakers. Several reports show that if the IRS were to get the promised $80 billion over 10 years for more workers, they would collect more than $203 billion that is due. IRS data shows that nearly 84% of federal taxes are paid voluntarily and on time, leaving about $381 billion uncollected. That amount is growing because of a lack of enforcement, because they don't have enough people to enforce it. The funding was part of the Inflation Reduction Act, already released about $12 billion in 2022 and 2023 for more IRS support. They announced in November that they are beefing up their high wealth group and will focus on partnerships Complex corporate structures, pass-through entities, and digital assets. Tax fraud may exist at all levels, but it's more cost-effective to target the tax cheats in the top income brackets. While the IRS is using the new budget to hire at all levels, the intent is to better equip their audit department. IRS decision-makers have been encouraged to focus on high-net-worth Taxpayers and large corporations, this will target households with more than four hundred thousand dollars per year in income the working the wording in the funding still states that that um, bill states that recent IRS funding is not uh, quote intended to increase taxes on any taxpayer or small business with a taxable income below four hundred thousand dollars. We will focus on high end non compliance. They are also taking a much closer look at foreign bank accounts as part of the Bank Secrecy Act. Every U.S. person with a financial interest in or signature or other authority over one or more foreign financial accounts with an aggregate value of more than $10,000 must file a notification. Many successful business owners have gotten fast and loose with their tax filings. Some misuse LLCs by transferring them to kids, but are still using it as their personal checkbook. And they may be moving money in and out of trusts that should not be touched. And it's time to toe the legal line, says the IRS. And, of course, if you have any questions, you can give me a call over at Sabre Wealth. The number is 267-0600. All
7: right.
2: I got a question about... um... What this is? What? Obviously, cookies. Did you make them?
18: I, I, I uh, had a wild hair last night. Decided to make some, uh, make some,
2: some oatmeal cookies. Really? Yeah. Well, we'll have to dig into those. They're in pretty tasty. Way. Yeah. Give them the see, if, give them the taste test. See if they, pass. see if they pass. I mean, in the Ted
18: they're, standards. I'm sure they're not up to St. Shelley's uh, yeah, level of chocolate but chippery. This is,
2: I like this kind of uh, cookie. That's nice.
18: I was debating whether to put nuts in. Are you a nuts or not guy?
2: Oh no, not me.
18: No, you're a purist. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of a purist, although I don't mind walnuts in there.
2: Oatmeal, what now? Just oatmeal. Oatmeal.
18: Oatmeal, and well, there's all kinds of other things in there.
2: Secret ingredients, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Well, on on that note, today is National Cotton Candy Day. Well, that's close. Huh? Disgusting. Celebrates the sponge (laughs) sugar treat. That delights candy fans of all ages. Does it? Does it? Including. Nah, that's a lie. Including Ted no. Woodward. <laughs> it melts in your mouth. Yet your favorite flavor. If you're older of this. than four, sweet delight that dates back mm. to the 1400s. Hmm. Oh,
12: wow.
18: Spun Originally spun called
2: sponge sugar. Spun sugar cotton yeah. When's the last
12: time you saw anyone older than four or five eating cotton candies? My
13: daughter. Still a staple. Really? Oh,
2: At yeah. Holes Fairs, and uh, Natalie
13: loves
14: it. <laughs> really?
7: Yeah.
2: Uh, what's so, uh, What you? Uh, what is your. Uh, How do you rate cotton candy uh, as something you, uh, one to ten, what's the scale, Ted? Ten being, I love it, and one being minus 80. Minus 80. This stuff is disgusting. Well, I'm going to
18: give it a four or five just (sighs) because of the mouthfeel. Now, there are certain things that you eat Mm -hmm. that are a delight. For example, stacking up four Pringles (laughs) and biting into that is just a delight to eat. Okay. and i think that uh, that uh, just the the, the the feel when you get that cotton candy it just it just disappears mm, okay. It's pretty darn cool
2: i i liked it but when it's when, too I was, sweet. when i was very little i liked it until i found out you your fingers and your hands you, got yeah, a yeah, sticky you, your, your and fingers
12: a your fingers are sticky for the rest
2: of the day yeah can't get that stuff
18: well, off well what you do is you wash them Totally. It
12: doesn't work. <laughs> Once you get that cotton candy on your fingers, it's
2: cots there the rest of the day, uh, man. I think
18: Ted wants a cotton candy cotton sandwich. Candy. That's he, what he wants. A cotton
2: candy cookie would be good. There you go. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. It's 6.56. Steve and Ted coming up, 7 o'clock. Top of the hour news. One person injured in an apartment fire in northeast Wichita. And they had another presidential debate last night. Going to tell you all about it. Steve and in the morning here on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment
11: Services, LLC. Member of FINRA SIPC. Investment Advisory Services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC. An affiliate of Kestra IS. Sabre Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS.
1: This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. Ninety-eight seven and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk.
2: Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve Bacintosh. Now a clear sky and 42 degrees. One person was injured in a two-alarm apartment fire this morning in northeast Wichita. Around 1:20 a.m., firefighters were called to the 2700 block of East 9th, the Liberty Way Apartments. A second alarm was sounded with a report of someone trapped. A 42-year-old woman was taken to Via Christi St. Francis Hospital in serious to critical condition, suffering from burns and smoke inhalation. The fire was called under control about 20 minutes after the initial alarm, GOP presidential contenders were on the debate stage one last time Wednesday night, where most of the candidates took digs at the frontrunner. Former President Donald Trump.
3: Republican, Republican presidential hopefuls were asked in Wednesday's News Nation debate about former President Trump. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis.
4: The idea that we're going to put someone up there that's almost 80 and there's going to be no effects from that, we all know that that's not true.
3: Former Ambassador Nikki Haley. As much as everybody wants to talk about how Donald Trump had a good economy, $9 trillion in debt he did just in four years. And former Governor Chris Christie.
5: He is unfit. This is a guy who just said this past week that he wants to use the Department of Justice to go after his enemies.
3: Trump wasn't there, but he did have a town hall meeting Tuesday on Fox saying he's going to win the upcoming Iowa caucuses. Jill NATO Fox
2: News. Sedgwick County Commissioners unanimously approved a comprehensive independent review of the Brook Hollow Apartments fire incident in October that claimed the life of 22-year-old Paoli Badeski of Wichita.
6: The wichita Sedgwick County Emergency Communications Advisory Board held a special meeting Tuesday and unanimously recommended that the city and county review the actions of both emergency communications and the fire department. Joe Thomas, director of purchasing with the county's Division of Finance, was asked how long the audit process would take.
7: Yes, it will take some time. Unfortunately, we... In order to keep the process transparent, we'll move as fast as possible. In the long run, it's going to be several months.
6: Commissioner Ryan Beatty said while it is important to be prudent with the process, there is also a sense of urgency to complete the review. The cost will be split evenly between the city and county. Rodney Price,
2: KNSS News. Two suspects are in custody in connection with the murder of 34-year-old Daniel McPherson of Wichita. Early Wednesday, Wichita police were contacted by the Blackwell, Oklahoma Police Department. They reported two men had arrived at a local hospital there, and one had been shot. They also reported that a shooting victim would be found in Wichita, in the Hydraulic and MacArthur area. Officers arrived at the scene and found McPherson dead with a gunshot wound to the head. The case will be presented to the district attorney's office. Three people are dead, plus a suspect after a shooting at a college campus in Las Vegas.
8: Officials revealed a gunman who opened fire at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. A man in his 60s was killed by police during an exchange of gunfire, not revealing his name, a motive, or the weapon used.
9: Three of the victims are confirmed deceased. There is a fourth victim who suffered a gunshot wound and is now currently in Sunrise Hospital, upgraded to stable condition.
8: Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Sheriff Kevin McMahill says four others were transported to hospitals for panic attacks and two officers were treated for minor injuries. Nevada Governor Joe Lombardo sharing condolences to the victims' families, applauding local and university police for their quick action. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News.
2: We now have a report that the shooter may have been uh, someone who applied for a job at the university and was turned down. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, four minutes past six o'clock.
1: This is 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.
7: Stephen's
2: head of the morning, KNSS now, 6.08, eight minutes past six o'clock here on this Thursday morning. Kansas flags will be lowered to half-staff on December 19th from sunrise to sunset. Governor Laura Kelly issued the executive order Wednesday following the former proclamation from President Joe Biden. Flags are being lowered to honor former Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor. The 93-year-old former justice died December 1st in Phoenix. O'Connor, the first female justice to serve in the nation's highest court, was appointed by Ronald Reagan in 1981, retiring in 2006. What's next after former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy announced he was leaving Congress?
8: Former House Speaker California Representative Kevin McCarthy's departure from the House will make it more challenging for his successor, Speaker Mike Johnson, and Republicans to pass legislation, cutting an already narrow GOP majority in the chamber. McCarthy's term was set to end in January of 2025, but he's leaving at the end of this year instead. Under state law, California Governor Gavin Newsom has 14 days after McCarthy formally leaves to declare a special election, which would take place between 126 to 140 days after that. Fellow Republican State Senator Shannon Grove and State Assemblyman Vince Fong, who could jump into the race to fill his seat, tweeting their thanks for McCarthy's leadership. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News.
2: A Nevada grand jury has indicted six people as fake electors in a scheme to overturn President Biden's 2020 election win. The indictments make Nevada
10: the third state joining Michigan and Georgia to bring charges against those who served as fake pro-Trump electors after the 2020 election among at least five states that have launched criminal investigations into the matter. According to Nevada Attorney General Aaron Ford's office, six Republicans signed false electoral college votes in December 2020 for Trump, who lost the state to President Joe Biden. Among the six facing charges, Nevada State GOP Chair Michael McDonald and the state's Republican National Committeeman Jim DeGraffin-Reed all are facing two felony counts related to forgery and falsified documents. Matt Napolitano, Fox News.
2: An investigation is underway after two aircraft clipped each other At one of the nation's
7: busiest airports. There were no injuries, but some passengers may have been shaken after two planes clipped wings at Chicago O'Hare's International Airport. The Federal Aviation Administration says it involved a GoJet plane as well as a SkyWest flight as they were waiting for gate space Tuesday evening. Close calls involving aircraft have been on the rise, with a panel of independent experts concluding last month that the FAA needs better staffing, equipment, and technology to help prevent future incidents. Tom Graham, Fox News.
2: KNSS News Time now, 6-11, 11 minutes past 6 o'clock. This morning here in the
11: Wichita area, the traffic conditions are very, very nice out there. Really not seeing any big problems. The traffic volumes are starting to pick up. It's just not very bad right now. Worst I'm seeing uh, does appear to be northbound on I-235, and that's basically right around Meridian in southwest Wichita. Uh, also, we have a stalled-out vehicle. This is uh, westbound on Kellogg, right around southwest Boulevard, the uh, Meridian area there. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers.
2: And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan.
11: Good morning. With a clear
5: sky here in south-central Kansas, it is already breezy, and it will continue that way throughout the day. a low-pressure system is going to be tracking nearby. That will bring us a gusty southwest wind, so a wind advisory is in effect with high 66. Clouding up tonight, Telo 43, Friday's high 60. I'm KNSS, Meteorologist and Holiday.
2: Now clear sky, 44 degrees. We have a south wind at 16 miles per hour. Steve, it's head of the morning here on KNSS. Today is Thursday, December 7th, 2023. We had a sunny day across central Kansas Wednesday. Wichita's high temperature yesterday, 57 degrees. Normal high is 48. And Wichita is still more than five inches below normal for precipitation. ...at this point in the year. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hi there. Kind of pleasant out there this morning compared to what we've had been recently. This, this date in 1941, a date that will live in infamy. The Empire of Japan launched an air raid on the U.S. Navy base at Pearl Harbor in Hawaii... ...as well as targets in Malaya, Hong Kong, Guam, the Philippines, and Wake Island. The United States declared war against Japan... The next day, yeah, they hit just about all everything, everywhere we were across the Pacific. Began a war that, uh, actually, the uh, the admiral that led the attack on Pearl Harbor did not want to do it. Yamamoto said, uh, you start this up with these people, you don't know where the bottom of this is. Because he had lived here in the U.S. and knew all about our industrial might. Yeah, but he fought, fought the wars as an admiral. And uh, what no, two, ten. It was about six months before we got we struck Japan. and We came right back at them. So Pearl Harbor. I still wonder if I ever go to Hawaii. The, one of the main reasons I would go is is to see the the the, the uh, memorial there in the bay. House Republicans approved a bill Wednesday to block strict new tailpipe pollution limits proposed by the Biden administration, calling the plan a backdoor mandate for electric vehicles. A rule proposed by the Environmental Protection Agency would require that up to two-thirds of new vehicles sold in the U.S. are electric by 2032, a nearly tenfold increase over current EV sales. The EPA says it is not imposing an EV mandate, but Republicans say the plan favors EVs and punishes gas stations, gas engines, sure looks that way to me, forcing Americans into cars and trucks they can't afford or don't want. White House strongly opposes the GOP bill, said in a statement that President Joe Biden would veto the measure if it reaches his desk. There you go. Tailpipes. They want to know what's coming out of those tail. I remember when they, as a kid my first uh, the first new car I bought in nineteen sixty eight. It had something called a PCV valve on it. And all these pipes going in these different places under the hood. And it was the mechanics explained to me, that's the new pollution stuff you gotta put on the cars. Mm. So they started in California, and there it is. So that, was back in, that was a 1968 model Mustang with all those pipes on it. The judge presiding over the Boy Scouts of America's bankruptcy has rejected a $21 million fee request from attorneys hired by law firms representing survivors of child sexual abuse. A group of personal injury firms called the Coalition of Abused Scouts for Justice wanted to have its legal fees and expenses paid by the Boy Scouts and by the trust fund established to compensate men who were abused as children by the Boy Scout leaders and volunteers, law firms are expected to take roughly forty percent of any payments to clients from the two point four billion dollars the trust fund has established for uh, abuse survivors so I, as I read this then they want a solid twenty one million they don't wanna, they want they want don't want forty percent or they're going to take forty percent plus the twenty one million anytime you sue on somebody like that. You know it's common practice for for attorneys if you win you get 30% they get a chunk yep uh, we get 30% if we have to go to court we get 40% that's the standard of deduction there so you go to court you take your chances interesting and we've got uh, let's see coming up uh, later on this morning the new movie walker is star is uh, opening at the the boulevard town west and be with us and for your chance to uh, win a couple of tickets or passes to go see Wonka with Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Very good. six seventeen now, Steve and Ted. Let's go ahead and take a look at leadoff sports this morning with Ted Woodward. Ted.
12: Yeah, we had volleyball action last night at Coke Arena. The Great Eight of the NIVC Tournament. Quarterfinals, Wichita State with a sweep over Drake. Three sets to zero. Shockers beat a top 60 team and advance again. Shocks now 24-8 and eight on the season. They've beaten Drake 34 times in a row, dating back to their days as rivals in the Missouri Valley Conference. Morgan Stout had 14 kills, Gabby Moss, 17 digs. The Shockers move on into the Fab Four. They're into the semifinals of the NIVC, and they will host Montana State Saturday afternoon at Coke Arena. Juco men's basketball last night. 17th ranked Butler County on the road at Garden City. Dennis Higgins had the call of the Butler Grizzlies on 97.5 and 1240 KFH.
13: Pasco's Lobach right side to Stillwell, 12 footer, got it over the defense of Dixon. Stillwell now has got 11. He's got a double double, his fifth of the year.
12: Sophomore Jamichael Stillwell, 16 points, 19 rebounds. Oh. Butler wins at Garden City, 73-68. Butler ranked 17th in the nation, now nine and two on the season. Thursday night football tonight. The Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the bottom team in the conference, the New England Patriots. Fan duel has the Steelers favored by six points. Don't look for a lot of scoring in this game. These are two very not-so-good offenses. Fan duel doesn't even expect 31 points will be scored total tonight in this game. Uh, that, you can listen to the Patriots and the Steelers at 6.30 tonight. That's over on KFH. College men's basketball senior forward Naquan Tomlin has been dismissed. From the K-State men's basketball team. Big star last season on that team that made it all the way to the Elite Eight. But back in October, Tomlin was arrested for disorderly conduct, brawling, and fighting in Aggieville at a sports bar. And he was suspended after that. And now he has been completely dismissed from the program. Naquan Tomlin has been let go from the K-State men's basketball program. K-State women were in action last night. 13th-ranked Wildcats beat McNeese State 101 39. K-State women are now eight and one on the season. Freshman Zayana Walker from Wichita Heights High School had four points and five rebounds. The K-State women, they win again. JUCO women's basketball. Butler Community College is ranked third in the nation, and they won on the road at Garden City last night, 89-55. Hutchinson women are ranked 11th in the nation. They won on the road at Cloud County 77-50. Both Butler and Hutchinson ladies are 11-0 on the season and both nationally ranked. National Hockey League action last night in Edmonton where the Oilers destroyed the Carolina Hurricanes 6-1. The Carolina Hurricanes starting in goal for the Oilers. Former Wichita Thunder goalie Stuart Skinner had 39 saves. And on defense for the Oilers, another former Thunder player, Vincent Decharnay at three hits. A five-game winning streak now for Edmonton. They're six games behind for a playoff spot. Pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Philadelphia 76ers went on the road at Washington, beat the Wizards 131-126. to Starting at center for the 76ers, former Kansas Jayhawk, Joel Embiid, with another huge night. Here's the action on NBCSPHI. PHI.
0: Sixers down, a triple. Joel Embiid
12: right to the rack here in D.C. Embiid, a season high, 50 points, 13 rebounds, 7 assists. And a couple other Jayhawks coming off the bench to help out. Marcus Morris had 4 points and 3 rebounds. Kelly Oubre had 12 points and and 3 rebounds. 76ers with a 5-point win at Washington. Philly is in the number 4 spot. In the Eastern Conference. And a happy birthday today to an interesting guy that pitched here in Wichita. Former Wichita Wranglers left-handed pitcher Steve Perhoda is 51 years old today. Pitched for the Wranglers three years in the late 90s, including the championship team in 99. He won 17 games and had 15 saves here in Wichita, but the Royals never called him up above double A. Oh. At times he was this he was a big, tall left hander. But he would throw this super slow Bugs Bunny pitch at less than 60 miles per hour at times. The it was Bugs Bunny really, really fun to watch, watch. him do that. Batters flail. There was one night though when uh, Steve Projodo had a bad night. It was a it was a game. It was a 0-0 game going into the 11th inning, and they brought Pujol in out of the bullpen, and he was the last guy they had, so it was all his. He gave up 11 runs. So it was, this game was 0-0 going into the 11th, and the Wranglers end up losing 11-0, and Prohoda gave up all 11 runs in the 11th inning. But, it was a, uh, was
2: a certain run that average. guy
12: was a fun guy to watch. Uh, Steve Prohoda, former Wranglers pitcher, he is 51
2: today, and that's sports with Stephen Ted. 622 now. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Thoughts on perfectionism. That's on the way. Steve Ted in the morning here on KNSS.
1: Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi-awarded radio show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
2: Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. It's 630 here on this Thursday morning and 44 degrees. At least three people are dead after a gunman opened fire on the University of Nevada, Las Vegas campus. The suspected shooter was killed by police. Las Vegas Metro Police Sheriff uh, Sheriff Kevin McMahill applauded the response by emergency officials while firing back at critics over how quickly information was relayed.
9: Just like in one October, numerous other calls were coming in about different shootings that were occurring. We're having to breach every single door. We're finding groups of students that were huddled. It took us a long time to evacuate and then recheck.
2: The shooter is described as a man in his 60s who reportedly applied for a job at the university and was turned down. The UNLV campus is closed for the remainder of the week.
12: At yesterday's Sedgwick County Commission meeting, commissioners approved a $5.4 million purchase for land and property in the 200 block of South Topeka, downtown Wichita. The county plans to use that site for the ComCare Community Crisis Center. ComCare Crisis, the Substance Abuse Center of Kansas, S-A-C-K, and the Sedgwick County Offender Assessment Program will all be housed at the new location county says it's in a prime setting to collaborate with the Wichita Biomedical Campus, which is proposed to be built next door.
2: The military has for now grounded all of its Osprey aircraft in the wake of a crash off Japan's coast that killed eight Air Force personnel last week.
4: The grounding is to assess risk to crews that normally fly the aircraft. A preliminary investigation suggests mechanical failure, not operator error, that led to the deadly crash. Ospreys are aircraft that fly like planes, but can rotate wings to take off and land vertically like helicopters. Nearly 500 of the aircraft are used by the U.S. military. They've been in service since 2007. The Japan crash was the second Osprey accident in four months. Three Marines died in a crash in Australia back in August. That investigation is ongoing. Gernal Scott, Fox News.
12: Remembering the Pearl Harbor attack.
14: The military assault claimed the lives of over 2,400 American soldiers and citizens and wounded over a 1,000 more. The resulting destruction was immense. In addition to the loss of infrastructure on the base, 20 American naval vessels, including eight battleships of the U.S. Pacific Fleet, and over 300 airplanes were sunk or destroyed. On the U.S. mainland, news of the attack came with very limited details at first. We Bring you this important bulletin from the United Press. Flash, Washington. The White House announces Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. The next day, Monday, December 8th, President Franklin Roosevelt addressed both the House and the Senate.
15: Yesterday, December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy the United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. The United States was at peace with that nation, and at the solicitation of Japan, was still in conversation with its government and its emperor looking toward the maintenance of peace in the Pacific. The attack yesterday on the Hawaiian Islands has caused severe damage to American naval and military forces. I regret to tell you that very many American lives have been lost.
14: Today we reflect upon that loss of human life and the destruction of the Pearl Harbor base and pause in commemoration of those who fought and died on December 7th, 1941. Earlier this morning, the Wichita Veterans Memorial Park also took part in hosting a Pearl Harbor Day commemoration to remember the exceptional service of our nation's veterans and to honor the American lives lost at Pearl Harbor. The Salute to Service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner, a Wichita tradition since 1987. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military. Just search the menu on our webpage at KNSSradio.com. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News.
2: And now we'll look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holiday. Good morning,
14: Dan. Good morning. Anytime you can talk about
5: high temperatures in the 60s in December, that is welcome weather. Looks like we stay dry and quiet throughout the rest of the week and right on into the weekend. Today breezy and warmer with a high sixty six this afternoon, cloudy overnight, cello forty three, cooler Friday and near sixty. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday.
2: Now a clear sky, forty four degrees, and we have a south wind at sixteen miles per hour. Stephen Ted of the morning, 98.7 and thirteen thirty, KNSS Thursday, december seventh, twenty twenty three. And on this date in nineteen sixty three during the Army Navy game, Ted. Mm hmm. Videotaped instant replay was used for the first time in a live sports telecast. And now we can't do without it. <laughs> yeah. Well, now it, it's used it affects to, every game because they use it to, to officiate. To yeah, yeah make determinations. Uh, that was in 1963. Yeah,
12: that's before I was born. I've never known watching a sporting event without instant without replay. replay.
2: You do. Yeah. Used to. You'd,
12: if you didn't watch the play, you. Didn't see it. You never see it again.
2: And I got spoiled over the years. I go to a football game, and I'm pretty much, you know, I know how the game's played and what's going on. But I think, now, what if he did? It? I, no, but there's no replay. There's and no I, replay when you're sitting the there show. live at the show. Wow. All right. Replay. 1963. Jill Biden and military kids are sorting toys donated by the White House to the U.S. Marine Corps Reserve Toys for Tots program. The 76-year-old program distributes toys to needy children. And the military children invited to the White House Wednesday also skated on a new holiday ice rink on the South Grounds. Hmm. First Lady uh, opened the rink last week. And Last year, the Toys for Tots program provided over 24.5 million toys to 10 million children. Wow. That's amazing. Jill Biden also praised the military children for what she says is their bravery, kindness, and compassion. Military day at the White House yesterday. And that Toys for Tots program has been around for decades. It has. It's, it's, it's huge. It's a good way for the Marine Corps Reserve to do some good things in the community. They do a great job. All right. Uh, what about the nurses' strike? strike for one day in the nurses at St. Francis and St. Uh, Joseph Ascension, uh, via, what is it called, Ascension, yeah, via Christi. Uh, and they're saying that they've been negotiating now for weeks and weeks and weeks, and the uh, Nurses' union says they can't get what they need, I guess, or what they want. I think there's a lot that has to do with the, the stress of the job and how people are being asked to do more and more and more and not getting paid more and more and more and more. Just like every other business well, you know, in it's, America. And it's, it's true. I mean, I've watched it in my career and yours, and, mm-hmm. and uh, very seldom, very seldom does somebody come to you and say, you know, uh, you don't have to do this anymore. Why don't you just not do that? <laughs> if they do say that, that means they're firing. That means you're you. gone. You'll yeah. be gone Friday. By the way, we're going to lunch, and we're going to give you your your check. Is your your lunches to go? And so yeah, they very seldom do that. But anyway, the uh, best of luck to the nurses and Ascension. Hope they can come together. Uh, doggone it, we value all our healthcare workers, and want you all want them all to make a good living if they can, and and reduce the stress just as much as possible. We feel for you. It's that way just about everywhere. Six thirty-eight now. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS, and uh, it is time for our commodities
13: update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Stephen Ted. The live cattle and feeder cattle futures had positive trade Wednesday in the first part of the trading session. Then the selling return took over and pushed the entire cattle complex into large triple digit losses. Most all of the cattle complex scored new lows for the current slide and several contracts made new contract lows. Cash cattle trade will likely see even lower prices than what we've started this week at 170 to 171. Now lean hogs yesterday had two sided trading and closed slightly negative. At the close, February live cattle down $5.42 at 163.55. January feeders down $4.55 at two ten fifteen, dollars and Feb hogs down a nickel at $69.30. Now, the U.S. had flash sales of soybeans and soft red winter wheat announced yesterday. Now, this helped to support early positive trade for the grain and the soybeans, but it ended in negative closes yesterday. More downside again continued in the crude oil and the heating oil futures. And CONAB this morning released their Brazil soybean production estimate at 160.18 million metric tons. This is down from last month, which was 162.4 million metric tons, but still above last year's record production. At the moment, we are looking at March Kansas City wheat up a half a penny at 6.56 and a half. March corn up three cents at 4.87 and a quarter. In January beans, eight and three quarters higher at 13.04 and a quarter. January crude oil trading 39 cents higher at 69.77. February gold up one dollar at 2,049. dollars December S&P up one point at 4,557. December dollar index down 15 cents at 103.96 cents. And December Dow Jones futures. 55 points lower at 36,047 for commodity trading, ag marketing, or managed trading programs. Contact Lefter Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866 GO TO TOM.
2: Tom, have you ever been to Hawaii uh, to the memorial out there? And uh, to yes, Hawaii? I have. Oh, have you? Yes. What's it like? Yes. It looks like it's pretty solemn uh, at the at the place on the on the ocean there, where the uh, where the wreck is on the bottom. Is, is... oh, it
13: is. But it is it is quite um, quite a feeling to be able to go there and see that.
2: Pretty moving, then, huh? That's,
13: yes, good way to describe it, yeah. Steve. Yes, uh, I've been to, I've been to Arlington. I haven't been to to uh,
2: and I've been to, I've been to Normandy. Those are a couple of places. But I need to get to. I've some... been
13: to, I've been to Arlington too, and that is quite moving that's, too. That's,
2: <laughs> it sure is. All right. So uh, you've been to Hawaii, and uh, today we're saluting all. Well, I guess we're not saluting our veterans. Most of the guys who were there around that time are pretty much passing from the scene. And as long as we still have a few of them, we'll still we'll salute them, and we'll salute them in memory after they're gone. How about that? Yes, sir. Uh, Pearl Harbor Day. Thank you, Tom. We'll check with you again tomorrow morning. Stephen Ten in the morning here on KNSS. Coming up, Don Grant, CFP, the money director. IRS focusing on enforcement of the wealthy. Oh, uh-oh.
12: Well, I don't have to worry then. Yeah, no
2: no no worries for us. That's coming up from Steve and Jen in the morning on KNSS.
17: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
5: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
2: Stephen in the morning, KNSS. 647 here on this Thursday morning. Three big things. Three. Woman suffers serious injuries in two-alarm apartment fire in northeast Wichita. Two. Sedgwick County Commission approves external audit of 911 procedures and training after fatal apartment fire. One. Four Republican presidential hopefuls debated last night in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, attacking each other and Donald Trump. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Things in traffic this
11: morning. Well, we've got some uh, some really slow-moving traffic northbound on I-235, and the backup kind of starts around K-42, and it goes all the way back to uh, uh, just a little ways past Meridian. So uh, if you're headed that direction, expect to slow down. Again, that's northbound i 235 That backup starts right around at K42. Traffic update from 98.7 at
2: 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Wind advisory today. Sunny and windy today with a high of 65 degrees. Yesterday's high was 57. Now the wind may gust up to near 40 miles per hour today. Increasing clouds tonight, the overnight low 41. Friday, mostly cloudy with a high of 58 degrees. Now clear, 44 degrees. We have a south wind. At 16 miles per hour. Microsoft's Seeing AI app is now available on Android phones. Fox
1: on Tech.
16: Android users with visual disabilities now have a new tool at their disposal. Microsoft Seeing AI is now available on the Android platform. It's been available for iOS users since 2017. Now the world's 3 billion Android users can have the chance. The free app provides a running narration of the user's surroundings, aiming to be helpful to those with visual impairments. The app can tell the user most things, like what denomination of dollar bill you have in your hand or what product is on the store shelf in front of you. And the artificial intelligence can also learn to recognize a person's face to tell the user so-and-so is approaching. Seeing AI works on a type of artificial intelligence called generative AI, and applications to assist disabled persons is believed to become a major help in the future for the demographic, especially in the areas of sight and sound. With Fox on Tech, I'm Evan Brown, Fox News.
2: Boeing and Campbell Soup stocks among the winners during a mostly down day on Wall Street.
17: Stocks reversing earlier gains and closing near session lows after investors digested weaker-than-expected November private sector jobs figures. Utilities and industrials were among the gainers while energy and tech lagged. Airlines climbed after Delta reaffirmed its financial forecast with its stock rising over 3%. Campbell's Soup stock one of the best performers in the S&P 500 despite reporting declining quarterly sales, but the company did provide an earnings outlook that beat Wall Street expectations. The Dow Winners, Home Depot, Boeing and 3M, the Dow Decliners, American Express, Microsoft and Salesforce. The Dow falling 70 points, the NASDAQ down 83, S&P 500 down 18. Hillary Barsky, Fox News.
2: Now, 6.50, Stevenson of the morning here on KNSS. IRS is focusing on enforcement of the wealthy. Yeah. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker here this morning as always. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Steve and Ted. You know, during the debt
18: ceiling negotiations, cutting enhanced funding for the IRS has been the target of many lawmakers. Several reports show that if the IRS were to get the promised $80 billion over 10 years for more workers, they would collect more than $203 billion that is due. IRS data shows that nearly 84% of federal taxes are paid voluntarily and on time, leaving about $381 billion uncollected. That amount is growing because of a lack of enforcement, because they don't have enough people to enforce it. The funding was part of the Inflation Reduction Act, already released about $12 billion in 2022 and 2023 for more IRS support. They announced in November that they are beefing up their high-wealth group and will focus on partnerships, complex corporate structures, pass-through entities, and digital assets. Tax fraud may exist at all levels, but it's more cost-effective to target the tax cheats in the top income brackets. While the IRS is using the new budget to hire at all levels, the intent is to better equip their audit department. IRS decision-makers have been encouraged to focus on high-net-worth Taxpayers and large corporations this will target households with more than four hundred thousand dollars per year in income the working the wording in the funding still states that that um, bill states that recent IRS funding is not uh, quote intended to increase taxes on any taxpayer or small business with a taxable income below four hundred thousand dollars. We will focus on high-end noncompliance, end quote. They are also taking a much closer look at foreign bank accounts as part of the Bank Secrecy Act. Every U.S. person with a financial interest in or signature or other authority over one or more foreign financial accounts with an aggregate value of more than $10,000 must file notification. Many successful business owners have gotten fast and loose with their tax filings. Some misuse LLCs by transferring them to kids but are still using it as their personal checkbook. And they may be moving money in and out of trust that should not be touched. And it's time to toe the legal line, says the IRS. And, of course, if you have any questions, you can give me a call over at Sabre Wealth. The number is 267-0600.
2: All right. I got a question about... Um what this is? What? Obviously, cookies. Did you make them? I, I, I
18: uh, had a wild hair last night. Decided to make some, uh, make some, some oatmeal cookies. Really?
2: Yeah. Well, we'll have to dig into those. They're in pretty tasty. Way. Yeah. Give them the see. If, give them the taste test. See if they, pass see if they pass. I mean, Steve they're in Ted standards.
18: I'm sure they're not up to St. Shelley's uh, yeah, level of chocolate this chippery. Is, I
2: like this kind of uh, cookie. That's nice.
18: I was debating whether to put nuts in it. Are you a nuts or not guy?
2: Oh, no, not me.
18: No, you're a purist? Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of a purist, although I don't mind walnuts in there. What's
2: oatmeal what now? Just oatmeal. Oatmeal.
18: Oatmeal and, well, there's all kinds of other things in there.
2: Secret ingredients, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Well, on that note, today is National Cotton Candy Day. Well, that's close. huh? Disgusting. Celebrates the sponge (laughs) sugar treat. That delights candy fans of all ages, including, does it, does it? including uh, that's a lie. Including <laughs> Ted <No>. Woodward, <laughs> it melts in your mouth. Get your favorite flavor. If you're older of this. than four, sweet delight that dates back mm. to the 1400s.
12: Mm.
18: Wow, originally sugar. called
2: sponge sugar.
12: Yeah. When's the last time you saw anyone older than four or five eating cotton candy? My daughter still a staple.
7: Really, oh,
14: carnivals, yeah. fairs, and Natalie certain. loves it. <laughs> really,
7: yeah.
2: Uh, what's, uh, what so? What do you? Uh, what is your? Uh, how do you rate cotton candy uh, as something you uh, one to ten? What's the scale, Ted? Ten being I love it, and one being yeah. oh, minus eighty. Minus eighty. Yeah, this Ooh. stuff is disgusting.
18: Well, Ooh. I'm going to give it a four or five just, <sighs> just because the of the mouthfeel. Now there are certain things that you eat mm-hmm. that are a delight. For example, stacking up four Pringles <laughs> and biting into that is just a delight to eat. Okay. And I think that uh, that uh, just the the, the the feel when you get that cotton candy, it just it just disappears.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. It's pretty darn cool. I I liked it, when, it's when too was, sweet. When I was very little, I liked it until I found out your fingers, and your hands you, got yeah, a you, sticky your, your and fingers,
12: Your fingers are sticky for the rest of the day. Yeah, you can't get that stuff well, off. Well,
18: what you do is you wash them. It badly. doesn't
12: work. <laughs> Once you get that cotton candy on your fingers, it
2: cots there the rest of the day, uh, man. I think
18: Ted wants a cotton candy cotton sandwich. Candy. That's what he cotton wants. Cotton
2: candy cookie would be good. There you go. All right, thank you, gentlemen. It's six fifty-six. Steve and Ted coming up seven o'clock. Top of the hour news: one person injured in an apartment fire in northeast Wichita, and they had another presidential debate last night. Going to tell you all about it. Steve and in in the morning here on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services LLC,
11: member FINRA/SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. This is the
1: station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. Ninety-eight seven and thirteen thirty, KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.
2: Good morning, Six O'Clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Now a clear sky and 42 degrees. One person was injured in a two-alarm apartment fire this morning in northeast Wichita. Around 1.20 a.m., firefighters were called to the 2700 block of East 9th, the Liberty Way Apartments. A second alarm was sounded with a report of someone trapped. A 42-year-old woman was taken to Via Christi St. Francis Hospital in serious to critical condition, suffering from burns and smoke inhalation. The fire was called under control about 20 minutes after the initial alarm, GOP presidential contenders were on the debate stage one last time Wednesday night, where most of the candidates took digs at the front runner, former President Donald Trump.
3: Republican presidential hopefuls were asked in Wednesday's News Nation debate about former President Trump. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis.
4: The idea that we're going to put someone up there that's almost 80 and there's going to be no
3: effects from that, we all know that that's not true. Former Ambassador Nikki Haley. As much as everybody wants to talk about how Donald Trump had a good economy, $9 trillion in debt, he did just in four years. And former Governor Chris Christie. He
5: is unfit. This is a guy who just said this past week that he wants to use the Department of Justice to go after his enemies.
3: Trump wasn't there, but he did have a town hall meeting Tuesday on Fox saying he's going to win the upcoming Iowa caucuses. Jill Nato,
2: Fox News. Sedgwick County Commissioners unanimously approved a comprehensive independent review of the Brook Hollow Apartments fire incident in October that claimed the life of 22-year-old Paoli Badeski of Wichita. The Wichita Sedgwick
6: County Emergency Communications Advisory Board held a special meeting Tuesday and unanimously recommended that the city and county review the actions of both emergency communications and the fire department. Joe Thomas, director of purchasing with the county's division of finance, was asked how long the audit process would take. Yes, it will take
7: some time. Unfortunately, we... In order to keep the process transparent, we'll move as fast as possible. In the long run, it's going to be several months.
6: Commissioner Ryan Beatty said while it is important to be prudent with the process, there is also a sense of urgency to complete the review. The cost will be split evenly between the city and county. Rodney
2: Price, KNSS News. Two suspects are in custody in connection with the murder of 34-year-old Daniel McPherson of Wichita. Early Wednesday, Wichita police were contacted by the Blackwell, Oklahoma Police Department. They reported two men had arrived at a local hospital there, and one had been shot. They also reported that a shooting victim would be found in Wichita, in the Hydraulic and MacArthur area. Officers arrived at the scene and found McPherson dead with a gunshot wound to the head. The case will be presented to the district attorney's office. Three people are dead, plus a suspect after a shooting at a college campus In Las Vegas.
8: Officials revealed the gunman who opened fire at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, a man in his 60s, was killed by police during an exchange of gunfire, not revealing his name, a motive, or the weapon used. Three of
9: the victims are confirmed deceased. There is a fourth victim who suffered a gunshot wound and is now currently in Sunrise Hospital, upgraded
8: to stable condition. Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Sheriff Kevin McMahill says four others were transported to hospitals for panic attacks and two officers were treated for minor injuries. Nevada Governor Joe Lombardo sharing condolences to the victims' families, applauding local and university police for their quick action. Kristen Goodwin, Fox
2: News. We now have a report that the shooter may have been uh, someone who applied for a job at the university and was turned down. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, 4 minutes past 6 o'clock.
1: This is 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk.
2: Stephen, 10 in the morning, KNSS now, 6.08, 8 minutes past 6 o'clock here on this Thursday morning. Kansas flags will be lowered to half-staff on December 19th from sunrise to sunset. Governor Laura Kelly issued the executive order Wednesday following the former proclamation from President Joe Biden. Flags are being lowered to honor former Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor. The 93-year-old former justice died December 1st in Phoenix. O'Connor, the first female justice to serve in the nation's highest court, was appointed by Ronald Reagan in 1981, retiring in 2006. What's next after former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy announced he was leaving Congress?
8: Former House Speaker California Representative Kevin McCarthy's departure from the House will make it more challenging for his successor, Speaker Mike Johnson, and Republicans to pass legislation, cutting an already narrow GOP majority in the chamber. McCarthy's term was set to end in January of 2025, but he's leaving at the end of this year instead. Under state law, California Governor Gavin Newsom has 14 days after McCarthy formally leaves to declare a special election, which would take place between 126 to 140 days after that. Fellow Republican State Senator Shannon Grove and State Assemblyman Vince Fong, who could jump into the race to fill his seat, tweeting their thanks for McCarthy's leadership. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. A Nevada
2: grand jury has indicted six people as fake electors in a scheme to overturn President Biden's 2020 election win.
10: The indictments make Nevada the third state joining Michigan and Georgia to bring charges against those who served as fake pro-Trump electors after the 2020 election among at least five states that have launched criminal investigations into the matter. According to Nevada Attorney General Aaron Ford's office, six Republicans signed false electoral college votes in December 2020 for Trump, who lost the state to President Joe Biden. Among the six facing charges, Nevada State GOP Chair Michael McDonald and the state's Republican National Committeeman Jim DeGraffin-Reed are facing two felony counts related to forgery and falsified documents. Matt Napolitano, Fox News.
2: An investigation
7: is underway after two aircraft clipped each other At one of the nation's busiest airports. There were no injuries, but some passengers may have been shaken after two planes clipped wings at Chicago O'Hare's International Airport. The Federal Aviation Administration says it involved a GoJet plane as well as a SkyWest flight as they were waiting for gate space Tuesday evening. Close calls involving aircraft have been on the rise, with a panel of independent experts concluding last month that the FAA needs better staffing, equipment, and technology to help prevent future incidents. Tom Graham, Fox News.
2: KNSS News Time now, 6-11, 11 minutes past 6 o'clock. This morning here in the Wichita area,
11: the traffic conditions are very, very nice out there. Really not seeing any big problems. The traffic volumes are starting to pick up. It's just not very bad right now. Worst I'm seeing uh, does appear to be northbound on I-235, and that's basically right around Meridian in southwest Wichita. Uh, also, we have a stalled-out vehicle. This is uh, westbound on Kellogg, right around southwest Boulevard, the uh, Meridian area there. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers.
2: And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan.
11: Good morning. With a clear sky here in
5: south-central Kansas, it is already breezy, and it will continue that way throughout the day. The low-pressure system is going to be tracking nearby. That will bring us a gusty southwest wind, so a wind advisory is in effect with high 66. Clouding up tonight, Tarlow 43, Friday's high 60. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Dan Holiday.
2: Now clear sky, 44 degrees. We have a south wind at 16 miles per hour. Steve is head of the morning here on KNSS. Today is Thursday, December 7th, 2023. We had a sunny day across central Kansas Wednesday. Wichita's high temperature yesterday, 57 degrees. Normal high is 48. And Wichita is still more than five inches below normal for precipitation. ...at this point in the year. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hi there. Kind of pleasant out there this morning compared to what we had been recently. This date in 1941, a date that will live in infamy. The Empire of Japan launched an air raid on the U.S. Navy base at Pearl Harbor in Hawaii... ...as well as targets in Malaya, Hong Kong, Guam, the Philippines, and Wake Island. The United States declared war against Japan... The next day, yeah, they hit just about all everything, everywhere we were across the Pacific. Began a war that, uh, actually, the uh, the admiral that led the attack on Pearl Harbor did not want to do it. Yamamoto said, uh, you start this up with these people, you don't know where the bottom of this is, because he had lived here in the U.S. and knew all about our industrial might. Yeah, but he fought, fought the wars as an admiral. And what no two it was about six months before we got we struck Japan and we came right back at them. So Pearl Harbor. I still wonder if I ever go to Hawaii. The, one of the main reasons I would go is, is to see the the the, the uh, memorial there in the bay. House Republicans approved a bill Wednesday to block strict new tailpipe pollution limits proposed by the Biden administration, calling the plan a backdoor mandate for electric vehicles. A rule proposed by the Environmental Protection Agency would require that up to two-thirds of new vehicles sold in the U.S. are electric by 2032, a nearly tenfold increase over current EV sales. The EPA says it is not imposing an EV mandate, but Republicans say the plan favors EVs and punishes gas stations. Gas engines sure looks that way to me. Forcing Americans into cars and trucks they can't afford or don't want. White House strongly opposes the GOP bill, said in a statement that President Joe Biden would veto the measure if it reaches his desk. There you go. Tailpipes. They want to know what's coming out of those things. I remember when, they, as a kid, my first uh, the first new car I bought in 1968, it mm-hmm. had something called a PCV valve on it. And all these pipes going in these different places under the hood. And it was the mechanics explained to me, that's the new pollution stuff you've got to put on the cars. mm so they started in California, and there it is. So that, was back in, that was a 1968 model Mustang with all those pipes on it. The judge presiding over the Boy Scouts of America's bankruptcy has rejected a $21 million fee request from attorneys hired by law firms representing survivors of child sexual abuse. A group of personal injury firms called the Coalition of Abused Scouts for Justice wanted to have its legal fees and expenses paid by the Boy Scouts and by the trust fund established to compensate men who were abused as children by the boy scout leaders and volunteers law firms are expected to take roughly 40% of any payments to clients from the 2.4 billion dollars the trust fund has established for uh, abuse survivors so I, as i read this then they want a solid 21 million they don't wanna, they want they want don't want 40% or they going to take 40% plus the 21 million million? Anytime you sue on somebody like that you know, it's common practice for, for attorneys. If you win, you get 30%. They get a chunk. Yep. Uh, we get 30%. If we have to go to court, we get 40%. That's the standard of deduction there. So you go to court, you take your chances. Interesting. And we've got, uh, let see, coming up uh, later on this morning, the new movie Walker is star is uh, opening at the, the Boulevard Town West. And be with us and for your chance to uh, win a couple of tickets. Or passes to go see Wonka with Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Very good. 6.17 now, Steve and Ted. Let's go ahead and take a look at leadoff sports this morning with Ted Woodward. Ted?
12: Yeah, we had volleyball action last night at Coke Arena. The great eight of the NIVC tournament. Quarterfinals, Wichita State with a sweep over Drake. Three sets to zero. The Shockers beat a top 60 team and advance again. Shocks now 24-8 and eight on the season. They've beaten Drake 34 times in a row, dating back to their days as rivals in the Missouri Valley Conference. Morgan Stout had 14 kills. Gabby Moss, 17 digs. The Shockers move on into the Fab Four. They're into the semifinals of the NIVC, and they will host Montana State Saturday afternoon at Coke Arena. Juco men's basketball last night, 17th-ranked Butler County on the road at Garden City. Dennis Higgins had the call of the Butler Grizzlies on 97.5 and 1240 KFH.
2: Pasco's low block,
13: right side to Stillwell, 12 footer, got it over the defense of Dixon. Stillwell now has got 11. He's got a double double, his fifth of the year.
12: Sophomore Jamichael Stillwell, 16 points, 19 rebounds. Oh. Butler wins at Garden City, 73-68. Butler ranked 17th in the nation. Now nine and two on the season. Thursday night football tonight. The Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the bottom team in the conference, the New England Patriots. FanDuel has the Steelers favored by six points. Don't look for a lot of scoring in this game. These are two very not-so-good offenses. FanDuel doesn't even expect 31 points will be scored total tonight in this game. Uh, You can listen to the Patriots and the Steelers at 6.30 tonight. That's over on KFH. College men's basketball senior forward Naquan Tomlin has been dismissed From the K-State men's basketball team. Big star last season on that team that made it all the way to the Elite Eight. But back in October, Tomlin was arrested for disorderly conduct, brawling, and fighting in Aggieville at a sports bar. And he was suspended after that. And now he has been completely dismissed from the program. Naquan Tomlin has been let go from the K-State men's basketball program. K State women were in action last night. 13th ranked Wildcats beat McNeese State 101 39. K State women are now 8 and 1 on the season. Freshman Ziana Walker from Wichita Heights High School had four points and five rebounds. K State women they win again. JUCO Women's Basketball. Butler Community College is ranked third in the nation. And they won on the road at Garden City last night 89 55. Hutchinson women are ranked 11th in the nation. They won on the road at Cloud County 77-50. Both Butler and Hutchinson ladies are 11-0 on the season and both nationally ranked. National Hockey League action last night in Edmonton where the Oilers destroyed uh, the Carolina Hurricanes 6-1. The Carolina Hurricanes starting in goal for the Oilers. Former Wichita Thunder goalie Stuart Skinner had 39 saves. And on defense for the Oilers, another former Thunder player, Vincent Descharnay, at three hits. A five-game winning streak now for Edmonton. They're six games behind for a playoff spot. Pro basketball in the NBA last night. The Philadelphia 76ers went on the road at Washington, beat the Wizards 131-126. to Starting at center for the 76ers, former Kansas Jayhawk, Joel Embiid, with another huge night. Here's the action on NBCS PHI.
0: Sixers down, a triple. Joel Embiid right to the
12: rack here in D.C. Embiid, a season high, 50 points, 13 rebounds, 7 assists. And a couple other Jayhawks coming off the bench to help out. Marcus Morris had 4 points and 3 rebounds. Kelly Oubre had 12 points and and 3 rebounds. 76ers with a 5-point win at Washington. Philly is in the number 4 spot in the Eastern Conference. And a happy birthday today to an interesting guy that pitched here in Wichita, former Wichita Wranglers left-handed pitcher Steve Prohoda is 51 years old today. Pitched for the Wranglers three years in the late 90s, including the championship team in 99. He won 17 games and had 15 saves here in Wichita, but the Royals never called him up above double A. Oh. At times, he was this he was a big, tall left-hander. But he would throw this super slow Bugs Bunny pitch
9: <laughs> at less than
12: 60 miles per hour at times. The it was Bugs Bunny really, really fun to watch, watch him do that batter's flail. There was one night, though, when uh, Steve Projodo had a bad night. It was a it was a game. It was a 0-0 game going into the 11th inning. And they brought Projoto in out of the bullpen. And he was the last guy they had, so it was all his. He gave up 11 runs. <laughs> so it was, this game was 0-0 going into the 11th, and the Wranglers end up losing 11-0, and Prohoda gave up all 11 runs in the 11th inning. But, was a, uh, was run
2: average. That That was
12: a fun guy to watch. Uh, Steve Frajota, former Wranglers pitcher, he is 51 today, and that's
2: sports with Steven Ted. 622 now. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Thoughts on perfectionism. That's on the way. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Wichita's nationally
1: recognized Marconi Awarded radio show. This is Stephen Tad on ninety eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS.
2: Good morning, Steve Mackintosh, Ted Woodward, six thirty here on this Thursday morning, and forty four degrees. At least three people are dead after a gunman opened fire on the University of Nevada, Las Vegas campus. The suspected shooter was killed by police. Las Vegas Metro Police uh, Sheriff Kevin McMahill applauded the response by emergency officials while firing back at critics over how quickly information was relayed.
9: Just like in one October, numerous other calls were coming in about different shootings that were occurring. We're having to breach every single door. We're finding groups of students that were huddled. It took us a long time to evacuate and then recheck.
2: The shooter is described as a man in his 60s who reportedly applied for a job at the university and was turned down. The UNLV campus is closed for the remainder of the week.
12: At yesterday's Sedgwick County Commission meeting, commissioners approved a $5.4 million purchase for land and property in the 200 block of South Topeka, downtown Wichita. The county plans to use that site for the ComCare Community Crisis Center. ComCare Crisis, the Substance Abuse Center of Kansas, S-A-C-K, and the Sedgwick County Offender Assessment Program will all be housed at the new location county says it's in a prime setting to collaborate with the Wichita Biomedical Campus, which is proposed to be built next door.
2: The military has for now grounded all of its Osprey aircraft in the wake of a crash off Japan's coast that killed eight Air Force personnel last week.
4: The grounding is to assess risk to crews that normally fly the aircraft. A preliminary investigation suggests mechanical failure, not operator error, that led to the deadly crash. Ospreys are aircraft that fly like planes, but can rotate wings to take off and land vertically like helicopters. Nearly 500 of the aircraft are used by the U.S. military. They've been in service since 2007. The Japan crash was the second Osprey accident in four months. Three Marines died in a crash in Australia back in August. That investigation is ongoing. Gernal Scott, Fox News. Remembering the Pearl Harbor attack. The
14: military assault claimed the lives of over 2,400 American soldiers and citizens and wounded over a 1,000 more. The resulting destruction was immense. In addition to the loss of infrastructure on the base, 20 American naval vessels, including eight battleships of the U.S. Pacific Fleet, and over 300 airplanes were sunk or destroyed. On the U.S. mainland, news of the attack came with very limited details at first. We Bring you this important bulletin from the United Press. Flash, Washington. The White House announces Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. The next day, Monday, December 8th, President Franklin Roosevelt addressed both the House and the Senate.
15: Yesterday, December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. The United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. The United States was at peace with that nation and, at the solicitation of Japan, was still in conversation with its government and its emperor looking toward the maintenance of peace in the Pacific. The attack yesterday on the Hawaiian Islands has caused severe damage to American naval and military forces. I regret to tell you that very many American lives have been lost.
14: Today we reflect upon that loss of human life and the destruction of the Pearl Harbor base and pause in commemoration of those who fought and died on December 7th, 1941. Earlier this morning, the Wichita Veterans Memorial Park also took part in hosting a Pearl Harbor Day commemoration to remember the exceptional service of our nation's veterans and to honor the American lives lost at Pearl Harbor. The Salute to Service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner, a Wichita tradition since 1987. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military. Just search the menu on our webpage at knssradio.com. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News.
2: And now we'll look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning,
5: Dan. Good morning. Anytime you can talk about high temperatures in the 60s in December, that is welcome weather. Looks like we stay dry and quiet throughout the rest of the week and right on into the weekend. Today, breezy and warmer with a high 66 this afternoon. Cloudy overnight, cello 43. Cooler Friday and near 60. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday.
2: Now a clear sky, 44 degrees, and we have a south wind at 16 miles per hour. Stephen Ted of the morning, 98.7 and 13.30. KNSS Thursday, December seventh, twenty 2023. And on this date of 1963 during the Army-Navy game, Ted. Mm-hmm. Videotaped instant replay was used for the first time in a live sports telecast. And now we can't do without it. <laughs> yeah. Well, now it, it's used it affects to, every game because they use it to, to officiate. to Yeah. yeah make determinations. Uh, that was in 1963.
12: Yeah, that's before I was born. I've never known watching a
2: sporting event without instant without replay. replay.
12: You do. Yeah. Used to. You'd, if you didn't watch the play, you Didn't see it. You never see it again.
2: I got spoiled over the years. I go to a football game, and I'm pretty much, you know, I know how the game's played and what's going on, but I think, now what if he did it? No, but there's no replay. There's Uh, no uh, replay when you're sitting there live at the show. Wow. All right, replay, 1963. Jill Biden and military kids are sorting toys donated by the White House to the U.S. Marine Corps Reserve Toys for Tots program. The 76-year-old program distributes toys to needy children. And the military children invited to the White House Wednesday also skated on a new holiday ice rink on the South Grounds. Hmm. First Lady uh, opened the rink last week. And Last year, the Toys for Tots program provided over 24.5 million toys to 10 million children. Wow. That's amazing. Jill Biden also praised the military children for what she says is their bravery, kindness, and compassion. Military day at the White House yesterday. And that Toys for Tots program has been around for decades. It has. It's, it's, it's huge. It's a good way for the Marine Corps Reserve to do some good things in the community. They do a great job. All right. Uh, what about the nurses' strike? strike for one day in the nurses at St. Francis and St. Uh, Joseph Ascension. Uh, via, what is it called? Ascension. Yeah. Via Christi. Uh, and they're saying that they've been negotiating now for weeks and weeks and weeks and the uh, Nurses' union says they can't get what they need, I guess, or what they want. I think there's a lot that has to do with the, the stress of the job and how people are being asked to do more and more and more and not getting paid more and more and more and more. Just like every other business mm-hmm. well, you know, in it's, America. And it's, it's, it's true. I mean, I've watched it in my career and yours. And, mm-hmm. and uh, they're very seldom, very seldom does somebody come to you and say, you know, uh, you don't have to do this anymore. Why don't you just not do that? <laughs> if they do say that, that means they're firing. That yeah, you. means you're gone. You'll yeah. be gone Friday. By the way, we're going to lunch, and we're going to give you your your check. Is your your lunches to go? And so yeah, they very seldom do that. But anyway, the uh, best of luck to the nurses and Ascension. Hope they can come together. Uh, doggone it, we value all our healthcare workers, and want you all want them all to make a good living if they can, and and reduce the stress just as much as possible. We feel for you. It's that way just about everywhere. 638 now. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS, and uh, it is time for our commodities update
13: with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Stephen Ted. The live cattle and feeder cattle futures had positive trade Wednesday in the first part of the trading session. Then the selling return took over and pushed the entire cattle complex into large triple-digit losses. Most all of the cattle complex scored new lows for the current slide and several contracts made new contract lows. Cash cattle trade will likely see even lower prices than what we've started this week at 170 to 171. Now lean hogs yesterday had two sided trading and closed slightly negative. At the close, February live cattle down $5.42 at 163.55, January feeders down $4.55 at 210.15, and Feb hogs down a nickel at 6. 930. Now, the U.S. had flash sales of soybeans and soft red winter wheat announced yesterday. Now, this helped to support early positive trade for the grain and the soybeans, but it ended in negative closes yesterday. More downside again continued in the crude oil and the heating oil futures. And CONAB this morning released their Brazil soybean production estimate at 160.18 million metric tons. This is down from last month, which was 162.4 million metric tons, but still above last year's record production. At the moment, we are looking at March Kansas City wheat up a half a penny at six fifty six and a half. March corn up three cents at four eighty seven and a quarter. In January beans eight and three quarters higher at thirteen oh four and a quarter. January crude oil trading thirty nine cents higher at sixty nine seventy seven. February gold up one dollar at two thousand forty nine dollars. December S P up one point at $4,557, December dollar index down fifteen cents at one hundred three dollars ninety six cents. And December Dow Jones future Five points lower at thirty-six thousand forty-seven for commodity trading, ag marketing, or managed trading programs. Contact for Commodities on the phone or on the web by using eight six six GO TO TOM.
2: Tom, have you ever been to Hawaii uh, to the memorial out there? And uh, to yes, Hawaii? I have. Oh, have you? Yes. What's it like? Yes. It looks like it's pretty solemn uh, at the at the place on the on the ocean there, where the uh, where the wreck is on the bottom. Is, is... oh, it
13: is. But it is it is quite uh, quite a feeling to be able to go there and see that.
2: Pretty moving, then, huh? That's,
13: yes, good way to describe
2: it, yeah. Steve. Yes, uh, I've been to, I've been to Arlington. I haven't been to to uh, and I've been to, I've
13: been to Normandy. Those are a couple of places, but I need to get to. I've been to, I've been to Arlington too, and that is quite moving that's, too. That's,
2: <laughs> it sure is. All right, so uh, you've been to Hawaii, and uh, today we're saluting all. Well, I guess we're not saluting our veterans. Most of the guys who were there around that time are pretty much passing from the scene. And as long as we still have a few of them, we'll still we'll salute them, and we'll salute them in memory after they're gone. How about that? Yes, sir. Uh, Pearl Harbor Day. Thank you, Tom. We'll check with you again tomorrow morning. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Coming up, Don Grant, CFP, the money director. IRS focusing on enforcement of the wealthy. oh uh-oh.
12: Well I don't have to worry then. Yeah,
2: no 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 worries for us. That's coming up Stephen Head of the Morning on KNSS. Stephen's head of the morning, KNSS. 647 here on this Thursday morning. Three big things. Three woman suffers serious injuries in two alarm apartment fire. In Northeast Wichita. Two. Sedgwick County Commission approves external audit of 911 procedures and training after fatal apartment fire. One. Four Republican presidential hopefuls debated last night in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, attacking each other and Donald Trump. Three big things, Stephen Ted, on KNSS. Things in traffic this morning. Well, we've got
11: some... Uh, some really slow-moving traffic. Northbound on I-235, and the backup kind of starts around K-42, and it goes all the way back to uh, uh just a little ways past Meridian. So uh, if you're headed that direction, expect to slow down. Again, that's northbound I-235. That backup starts right around at K-42. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330
2: KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Wind advisory today. Sunny and windy today with a high of 65 degrees. Yesterday's high was 57. Now the wind may gust up to near 40 miles per hour today. Increasing clouds tonight, the overnight low 41. Friday, mostly cloudy with a high of 58 degrees. Now clear, 44 degrees. We have a south wind at 16 miles per hour. Microsoft's Seeing AI app
16: is now available on Android phones. Fox on Android users with visual disabilities now have a new tool at their disposal. Microsoft Seeing AI is now available on the Android platform. It's been available for iOS users since 2017. Now the world's 3 billion Android users can have the chance. The free app provides a running narration of the user's surroundings, aiming to be helpful to those with visual impairments. The app can tell the user most things, like what denomination of dollar bill you have in your hand or what product is on the store shelf in front of you. And the artificial intelligence can also learn to recognize a person's face to tell the user so-and-so is approaching. Seeing AI works on a type of artificial intelligence called generative AI, and applications to assist disabled persons is believed to become a major help in the future for the demographic, especially in the areas of sight and sound with Fox on Tech. I'm Evan Brown Fox News.
2: Boeing and Campbell soup stocks among the winners during a mostly down day on Wall Street.
17: Stocks reversing earlier gains and closing near session lows after investors digested weaker-than-expected November private sector jobs figures. Utilities and industrials were among the gainers while energy and tech lagged. Airlines climbed after Delta reaffirmed its financial forecast, with its stock rising over 3%. Campbell's Soup stock, one of the best performers in the S&P 500, despite reporting declining quarterly sales, but the company did provide an earnings outlook that beat Wall Street expectations. The Dow Winners, Home Depot, Boeing and 3M, the Dow Decliners, American Express, Microsoft and Salesforce. The Dow falling 70 points, the NASDAQ down 83, S&P 500 down 18. Hillary Barsky, Fox News.
2: Now, 6.50, Stephen's of the morning here on KNSS. IRS is focusing on enforcement of the wealthy. Yeah. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker here this morning as always. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Steve and Ted. You know, during the debt ceiling negotiations,
18: cutting enhanced funding for the IRS has been the target of many lawmakers. Several reports show that if the IRS were to get the promised $80 billion over 10 years for more workers, they would collect more than $203 billion that is due. IRS data shows that nearly 84% of federal taxes are paid voluntarily and on time, leaving about $381 billion uncollected. That amount is growing because of a lack of enforcement, because they don't have enough people to enforce it. The funding was part of the Inflation Reduction Act, already released about $12 billion in 2022 and 2023 for more IRS support. They announced in November that they are beefing up their high wealth group and will focus on partnerships complex corporate structures, pass-through entities, and digital assets. Tax fraud may exist at all levels, but it's more cost-effective to target the tax cheats in the top income brackets. While the IRS is using the new budget to hire at all levels, the intent is to better equip their audit department. IRS decision-makers have been encouraged to focus on high net worth um, taxpayers, and large corporations. This will target households with more than $400,000 per year in income. The working, the wording in the funding still states that that um, bill states that recent IRS funding is not, uh, quote, intended to increase taxes on any taxpayer or small business with a taxable income below $400,000. We will focus on high-end noncompliance, end quote. They are also taking a much closer look at foreign bank accounts as part of the Bank Secrecy Act. Every U.S. person with a financial interest in or signature or other authority over one or more foreign financial accounts with an aggregate value of more than $10,000 must file notification. Many successful business owners have gotten fast and loose with their tax filings. Some misuse LLCs by transferring them to kids but are still using it as their personal checkbook. And they may be moving money in and out of trusts that should not be touched. And it's time to tow the legal line, says the IRS. And, of course, if you have any questions, you can give me a call over at Sabre Wealth. The number is 267-0600. All
2: right. I got a question about... Um what this is? What? Obviously, cookies. Did you make them?
18: I, I, I uh, had a wild hair last night. Decided to make some, uh, make some, some oatmeal cookies. Really? Yeah.
2: Well, we'll have to dig into those. They're pretty meals. tasty. Okay. Yeah. Give them the see, if, give them the taste test. See if they, pass see if they the, pass. The I mean, the they're in Ted standards. I'm sure they're not up to St.
18: Shelley's uh, yeah, level of chocolate but chippery. This is,
2: I like this kind of uh, cookie. That's nice.
18: I was debating whether to put nuts in it. Are you a nuts or not guy?
2: Oh, no, not me.
18: No, you're a purist? Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of a purist, although I don't mind walnuts in there. What's
2: oatmeal what now? Just oatmeal. Oatmeal.
18: Oatmeal and, well, there's all kinds of other things in there.
2: Oh, yeah. Secret ingredients, no Yeah, doubt. yeah. Well, on that note, today is National Cotton Candy Day. Well, that's close. Huh? Disgusting. Celebrates the sponge <laughs> sugar treat. That delights candy fans of all ages, including, does it, does it? including uh, that's a lie. Including no. Ted Woodward, <laughs> it melts
18: in your mouth.
2: Get your favorite flavor. If you're older of this. than four, sweet delight that dates back mm. to the 1400s. Mm. Wow. Spun Originally sugar. called sponge sugar. Yeah. When's the
12: last time you saw anyone older than four or five eating cotton candy? My daughter still a staple. Really? Oh yeah. Carnivals, fairs.
2: Endlessly. Natalie
14: loves it. <laughs> really? Yeah.
2: Uh, what's so? Uh, what do you? Uh, what is your? Uh, how do you rate cotton candy uh, as something you uh, one to ten? What's the scale, Ted? Ten being I love it, and one being yeah. oh, minus eighty. Minus eighty. Yeah, this Ooh. stuff is disgusting. Well, Ooh. I'm
18: going to give it a four or five just, <sighs> just because the of the mouthfeel. Now there are certain things that you eat mm-hmm. that are a delight. For example, stacking up four Pringles <laughs> and biting into that is just a delight to eat. Okay. And I think that uh, that uh, just the the, the the feel when you get that cotton candy, it just it just disappears. Mm, okay. It's pretty darn cool.
2: I I liked it <laughs> when, it's when I was too sweet. When I was very little, I liked it until I found out you, your, fingers, and your, you, yeah, you, your your fingers, your hands got sticky.
12: Your fingers are sticky for the rest of the day. Yeah, you can't get that stuff. Well,
18: off. what you do is you wash them. It doesn't
12: work. (laughs) Once you get that cotton candy on your fingers, it's
2: there the rest of the day. Uh, I think think
18: Ted wants a cotton candy sandwich. That's what he wants. A cotton
2: candy cookie would be good. There you go. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. It's 6.56. Steve and Ted coming up, 7 o'clock. Top of the hour news. One person injured in an apartment fire in northeast Wichita. And they had another presidential debate last night. Going to tell you all about it. Steve and Ted in the morning here on K-N-S-S.
11: Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC. Member of FINRA SIPC. Investment Advisory Services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC. An affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs
0: are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country. Providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams. All in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app